0: Welcome to the TOD podcast. My name is Lola C. Wolf. I'm one of your hosts of the IMX Crew. In company with Ebel and other shenanigans of our crew, are we introducing the topics of diversity, life and death? This podcast is here to inspire, uplift, and make you realize what really matters in life. Hello, Lady Beings and Gentle Wonders, and welcome back to the Truth or Death podcast. I'm not alone today. Of course, I have brought someone with me, and she is for sure a special force and a special someone right by my side, belongs to my absolutely loved ones, and has brought me to tears already today. (laughs) But I don't want to give too much away, so welcome to the stage of the Truth or Death podcast, Shanti. (laughs)
1: hi (laughs) it's me (laughs) Uh, how are you you
0: know who i am i like how no No. how i am how are you yeah my language has left me (laughs) that's okay um yeah i'm no i'm i'm beyond grateful today and and amazed and glad and um just very excited to have you here and we're gonna deep deep dive right
1: right in so tell me who the folk are you (laughs) Well, my official name is Chantal um people who love me call me Shanti and um I am a trauma healer by day and a Bad bitch by night. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should say I'm a pole dancer by night, but I don't really pole dance at night. I really pole dance in the mornings. But yeah, so um, I I do that. I heal trauma with your help and stuff. <laughs> I love I love how this time I'm so 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 laid back because I've been to one of your podcasts before and it was like so you know so straightforward and like and now I'm just like I I couldn't give up more of a fuck now which is funny because i never really gave a fuck before (laughs) so yeah um i heal trauma in all seriousness now (laughs) yeah educate yeah
0: yeah absolutely um so for those of you who are capable to speak the german tongue with us you can go back to an episode where shanti was here in february I think it was even <laughs> January. Yeah, could could have oh been the like, beginning of the year. Oh my god. And guys, after this interview everything exploded in our friendship. Like this is how like That was a blossoming. Awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> yeah, was a blossoming of our friendship. I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. how it started with like I, I remember if I if I may tell the story like yeah, I remember so- I just yeah, I just randomly had like an email from you with like a podcast Uh, um, um, invitation I was like wait what oh cool that's so cool and then I was like yeah sure I can do this in this time and I didn't even I wasn't even aware that like I wasn't I mean you kind of asked me on Instagram but like I wasn't aware that was on your radar ish so I was like oh that's nice a podcast oh my god it's like I think this is like my second second time or third time somebody invites me to their podcast So I felt so honored like ooh. and then we just kept on chatting afterwards when we stopped (laughs) I mean during the podcast we talked on end but like after that we kept talking we were like okay I think I have to go I have like an appointment damn and so yeah it was so fun so fun yeah
0: it was literally like love on first size uh moment so uh I knew Shanti from uh other coaching stuff that I had done and like had an eye on her on Instagram since I think before that like a couple of months like I knew who you were before you came onto the podcast um, I and then it was just time for me to like invite new guests and I had seen yeah as I said like I knew Shanti uh, way before and I always loved her energy and I was like this person needs to be in the podcast and do all the things she does and little and did we know little did we know <laughs>
1: it was supposed to become one of the most epic friendships that I've encountered in my life so honestly
0: honestly, same because every time we talk about this moment where it all started we always like think like what do you mean this is just this year it's only this year like it it feels like we literally we have lived beyond." beyond and like 200 years kind of friendship like this is how it feels and it's like every time like at least once a month I have this moment where it's like oh yeah it started this year (laughs) (laughs) but it feels so surreal so um this this life
1: right so in in this life this life
0: (laughs) um yeah so a disclaimer um I, I do mentoring spiritual mentorings for those of you who don't know me and uh, we do also do past life stuff together like working like basically like doing spiritual stuff together and um i'm one of the co-coaches in the trauma healing space that shanti holds and has and since since we started this journey together um or i've been part of this journey as well so much has transformed and it's like it's a crazy how within a couple of months we have become so family and like i mean there's stuff that we genuinely know about our past lives in connection but it's like it's insane and it, it's but i think we, we're gonna riff on this this a bit more like later on anyways and like how, right. how things are but yeah um this is who Shanti is so tell me what are your values in life
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was so close. I mean, I, I'm going to say it, but I was so close to saying, like, um, I know your values now <laughs> because, because before this interview, she said like her one of her main values like five times, um, which, you know, you'd have to just listen to all of the other podcasts in order to find out what low, Lola's values are. So I'm just going to keep that under wraps. But oh my gosh, my values in life, um, I think they've changed so much since I, I'd really love to listen to the to the episode that we had and then kind of listen to what I was saying exactly like what my old identity was saying, basically. Oh my gosh, my values. Um, love has become one of my foundation, my core values, truth, honesty. Um, even though it's still hard, like I really just You know, there are moments where you just really want to lie to people and say, just fuck off. Sorry, but like, just go away. And then um, you don't have to deal with it. But I've become such a grown-ass CEO woman (laughs) that I feel like, yeah, truth is is amongst them. Um, Integrity and integrity being and now it's a bit different because integrity really changes over time it doesn't really stay the same anymore um what used to be my thing at the beginning of this year was back to the roots being like affordable for everybody and now I'm like fuck that shit hell no I'm not gonna be affordable for everybody just because I'm not helping I'm not here to help everybody I'm here to help the ones that want to be helped or that can help themselves so it's I think with the next value um is this kind of self-empowerment so this um self-responsibility really self-responsibility and self-empowerment i think those are the biggest values that i have for this year or for now i'm sure it's going to change at some point um and i want to say trust but it's not a big value anymore because when i do love i do trust so it's kind of, it goes with, it goes with love. So this has been one of the biggest values of last year where I was like, oh, I need to trust myself. I need to, you know, now I feel so like even more grounded within myself. I don't think that trust needs to be a value anymore. It doesn't, I don't need to re- be reminded by it. So it's really this like groundedness that could be a nice value though. Um, And safety, safety is always like a big thing. So yeah, lots of values, but I'm a big girl, so <laughs> 100%. 100%. Um,
0: yeah, for those of you who are wondering what my values are, this is the question right back at you. What do you think my values are? So feel free to message me on Instagram about this and maybe I will reveal. But I can also say uh, two things. So, first of my values have changed massively over the last two and a half years, I would say. I'm definitely not the same person anymore. I'm, we should listen to
1: that podcast episode together. <laughs> Do that, yeah, and maybe with a team, and then like like we'll just laugh about it. Though, I think that's like a cool, like, what's this called? Like, um, reflection popcorn thing, yeah.
0: Oh my god, yeah, yeah, it's it's not a movie night, it's a listen to this podcast and listen to your old identity kind of night. Oh my god, um, and the other thing you said, I think, is so important is we're not here to help everyone, we are here to help the ones that are ready to be helped. with and it's like it's often when you know because listen I've been there I've been there myself where you know especially when you start running your own business and you start being a life coach and and a spiritual mentor and you like you know your heart is big and white and so is your vision and mission and you have open arms and then you instantly hug basically like a cactus (laughs) (laughs) just like it's just like oh yeah i'm here to help everyone and then you hug a cactus because Ouch. that's just how it like this is literally what's going to happen if that is the the mindset and the vision that you start working with because essentially what we all have is a certain purpose that is driven by vision and mission and identity and um if like us you believe in beyond things let's call it that um we come from far away sometimes to um reincarnate and do all the things we do and it's just so important that it's kind of like i guess in the business and marketing industry it's so overdone with like you have to be like completely clear and stuff but for me it's more the thing of like it has to come from your heart It has to come from your heart because yes, at the end of the day, we all want to help people. Like if you cut the bullshit away and like strip it down to the very premise and the simplicity of it all, we all help people in one way or another. There are people out there who are not interested in people and they are doing it just for the money, but that's a whole other podcast episode that we could like (laughs) (laughs) for like another two hours. So I'm not going to go too deep into that. But essentially, it's important to like be point blank clear and straight up. It's like when you play, is it is dart dart in, in, in English? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like when you play dart and you want to hit the bullseye. That's the, that's what you aim for. You don't aim for the ten points on the outer ring. That's I how I do
1: that sometimes though. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought I initially thought that was worth more. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's what I used to do actually. Because I thought, isn't it special to do, hit always that? Mm. I, I
0: have to say though, um, because obviously such a crazy you, thing. You, you you play the you play the points down, you know, and dart. Um so yes, you you there are cases where you're actually right where it's like you need like 10 more points, and then it's not about hitting the bullseye but hitting an outer circle. Uh so it's so good that you mentioned that, because that's the one equation where it's like that's the one. Th- situation where it's not like that <laughs> mm-hmm. but you guys you guys get my point let me just check the questions Ooh, we're kind of like already diving into that topic a little bit what's something you want to share on following your dreams that you have been living through on your journey this can be like personal but also business perspective
1: whatever you want to share dream big motherfucking big like the biggest I have been cursing a lot right the biggest motherfucker that you can think of that that choose that um I think if you don't have a goal and I'm not talking about these these oh what do you want for your income every month like I want my 10k month and i no I no disrespect if you do that but at the same time it's such um it's not it's not the money that should be your goal. It's what are you going to change the world with that money with? <laughs> so how how are you going to change the world with that money? How, what are you going to invest in? What are you going to do with it? Um, having all that money is not going to make you anything more than what you are at the moment. So it's gonna it's going to expand on who you are as a person anyways. So now that I, it's funny because at the beginning of this year, and I'm always very honest about it, at the beginning of this year, I think, Um, I had my first 10K month in December and I thought I was the shit, but I wasn't. I mean, I thought, I didn't think I was the shit. I thought, ooh, I made it. I I was able to reach this, but it didn't feel like, oh my God, I should celebrate it. It felt like, ooh, I'm safe. It felt completely kind of opposite of how you would think it would feel. It made me feel more grounded but at the same time I was still scared because I was going to move to Dubai and I didn't have a job I didn't know if my if my one-to-ones were gonna cut it basically and so I've been through this whole thing of having lots of clients this year like overbooking myself being too busy and now I've had my first 30k month and now I can say like yeah it amplifies the person that I am so the first thing that I did was I um bought gifts for my team and it and for my best friend because why not? I mean, I had to disguise it with lame excuses and say, yeah, it's like your birthday gift in three months, because my best friend's birthday is like in three months. Yeah. <laughs> Just so that they will feel like they could accept it. But there's like there's there's gonna be more the, the richer I become monetary-wise, the 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 bigger it's gonna get. And when it comes for dreams and for following your dreams it's really that so my dream has changed this year so i think initially my dream was to be closer to people and now my dream is really to revolutionize the industry to um, revolutionize the german industry the german healthcare system to eradicate psychotherapy and the necessity to have um, drugs basically based on um, depression and all of these these things so this has been more of a driver when I look at the education, the training that I'm about to launch, when I look at the drama healing space that, that we've created, it's just, it's really more about the impact on people as a multiple rather than the impact on my dream per se, because my dream wouldn't be anything if I didn't have people in mind so it's really for me it's about service because when you ask me what are your private dreams um i want to have a nice apartment with a pole and a piano and a really nice gaming rig and that's all i can think of like i mean yes short travel like you know that's that's great (laughs) it would be great to see like a couple of countries before i die at some point but it's not like I don't live for traveling. I don't live for these things. I live for actually, like I get a lot of satisfaction of growth. i get a lot of satisfaction of seeing people grow. So I think for me, it's really this change, changing things, shaking things up. That's my personal um, dream. And that's important to you because, you need to look at what type of dream is the one that's most sustainable for you. Are you the person who's happy with work? Go ahead and work yourself, like not not to death, but work yourself to the bone because this is what what makes you happy. Don't listen to other people saying you need to take a break. Fuck that. If you feel like you can keep on going and you're happy with it, that's just, that's great. That's okay. Even from a nervous system perspective, it's okay as long as you sleep and eat. But like, it's, it's, There's so much of of listening to the outside world that has, is just, for me, this year is gone off. So this is what I haven't done. Like, I haven't listened to anybody outside of my inner circle, which also just came, I think, what, in June that I started including you guys in my decisions, but really mainly for the company itself, not for my personal life. I'm not going to ask you, like, oh, should I go to... (laughs) massage therapist tomorrow I don't know Uh, will you decide for me so it's more of a like I really love to make the decision with the gals um, as compared to doing it alone even though I already know what what I kind of want but I'm really curious to hear what the others want but anyways I'm already going deep into details but yeah this is like this kind of don't listen to anybody Um, find your own dream of what is going to work for you and what you really can live for not die for please don't die for anybody just live for things
0: truth spoken so much from my heart as well uh what you said with like because i've been thinking i mean i've been thinking about dreams a lot (laughs) (laughs) and there are certainly um still dreams that i have being on a tv show for example being on stage um but the essence behind that is that i want to tell stories in various forms of art i want to inspire people through these stories i want to see that spark in their eyes when they feel like someone is finally hitting that nail inside of them that sparks that fire or that makes them feel seen makes them feel heard makes them feel held whether i do that through music or acting or my books it's like that's just another form of expression for me and what i currently float with but the, the premise will always come back to being a storyteller and helping people by that and, and, and helping them transform by that. Um, and there's such a such a like it's 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 not joy, it's bliss when you have that 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 moment where it's like this is the momentum that I always wanted to create, where you see that spark in their eyes, and it's like nothing beats that. No car no house like yeah don't get me wrong all these things can be nice and it's an amplifier it's an extension of your essence and all of that but nothing beats that kind of human interaction when you know you changed life mm-hmm. <sighs> my heart is so full today <laughs> i'm gonna go out of here with like my heart chakra being so amplified mm. and you've been already teasing it a bit but What's something that you want to change in the industry that you're working in? Everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I see. So um, I want to, I know how toxic so many things are. So for example, um, the reason why I don't like want to be seen on TV or on, on like the kind of media attention is because I know how toxic they can be. And I know how destroying they're going to be. And I know how negative they're going to be and they're just gonna. So the way I see it, if I ever go public in that kind of sense, like, mm, like normal public, you know, Mm -hmm. like everybody knows me kind of thing, then I'll probably get bashed on quite quickly because Germany, as a matter of fact, is very, fact and certificate driven. And once they don't see that I am actually a doctor of whatever, whatever, then they're probably going to find ways, multiple ways to discredit me, even though I'm already healing and helping hundreds of people at this point. And that's that's the problem that I see with this society. And so this is something that I want to do on my own. So completely like change the healthcare system by building privatized. So basically, the trauma healing space, right, is a space where you can heal your trauma in connection to other people, in connection to coaches like um, like me or mentors like you, and um, to find a community where you can feel safe to express what you really should have expressed as a child, what you really should have learned as a child, to to guide your own emotions, to know what you're feeling, to label what you're feeling, to not get traumatized, and to not have attachment trauma, and so it's really this. Um, notion of you heal attachment trauma by being an attachment with a secure bond. So this is what I want to build with the education so with the certificate programs that I'm launching I want to train people to be able to heal trauma on others and kind of have this big ripple effect onto, onto society where we later on so I already have a student and she's going to build centers for parents so with that knowledge once that gets out it's just going to ripple and she's hopefully going to educate more people on that and then that's going to cause a big effect if we work on a very societal community level as opposed to this big media kind of landscape because I do not see the point in becoming super famous when there's going to be a big or tons of backlash that comes with it so I see myself more in the background like fighting this kind of not, not even fighting but having like this peaceful revolution that's just gonna build 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 and then it's just gonna fuck them over from the back sorry for that but that's just uh I just love cursing um well the institution not the people itself so it's going to really mess with the institutions because they're going to see the error of their ways which which i think is that they that they prolong things in therapy like people are in therapy for how many years and they don't get better and this is what i do not stand for i stand for quick not not too quick but Quick ways of healing and not having to be in therapy and costing money for years and years and years on end. This is why my tagline is always this is your last coaching. And it's never changed, really, because I always believe that once you come to my coaching when you want to heal your trauma, that's gonna happen. That's definitely gonna happen. So it's more a matter of when, because some people they need longer, some people need three months, some people need half a year, some people need a year, and that's okay. But what they don't need is they don't need to talk to somebody who has no clue what they're doing and is not working on a nervous system base and on a very holistic level with you and is like even bashing other coaches when it's the coach that really is able to help you even deeper than others so this is one aspect and then by doing that I believe that I will basically the the toxic coaching market is going to eradicate itself quickly anyways so they're not going to be sustainable long term only if they're like business coaches that do crazy shit but like the life coaches that are gonna that that decide to use toxic strategies or that are kind of entrapped in these kinds of toxic strategies they're not going to survive um with the way they're doing things because people are gonna notice and people are gonna get or be unhappy about it so also with them there is this either this chance of them kind of coming to to this education and like being educated and knowing how to heal trauma like finally basically um or they will just turn into somewhere else and then just do another job and then not hurt people anymore so i see this like as a two-way um street with many different paths depending on what my um trainees are gonna do and what the alum I like to call them the alumni the trauma healer alumni instead of trainees because trainees sounds like I'm like a boss of something and they're just my trainees you know but I want them to be like their own I want them to to find their own trauma healing techniques that they will pro- uh, possibly develop and their own coaching style so it's really about honoring the individual here and yeah
0: can you tell a love her <laughs> <laughs> there's so much i stand behind this um with you by your side because in the trauma healing space i'm actually witnessing that magic myself but um yeah same for me is uh, so one of the first things that i've studied despite like the regular spiritual life coaching that i've dug into uh, besides all the spiritualism that i've been basically growing up with because i had the privilege of being raised in a spiritual household thanks to my mom and um was psychology and Guess what? It's a very bright field of white men that have written history before. Um, I say it as it is. Um, you know, there's so much things that are simply outdated. Outdated doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong or it doesn't work today anymore. It just means it needs to change and be transformed and be kind of like expanded in certain ways where we are more holistically thinking with the picture that we have now of humanity like things where it's like before it was always like it's either mind or either body it's all about mind body soul and things like before we had just the brain and now it's brain and nervous system and stuff like that and it's so essential and it's so important that like this whole picture comes together once and for all it's the same discussion with like science versus magic it's all bullshit we both like there's there's um overlapping truths on both ends and what you just said with the coach like with the therapist that shame other coaches or vice versa and stuff it's just so like it's so essential that you know obviously we we as mentors and coaches we know what's behind that we know the the problematic the the roots that stand behind these fears these underlying things of like Either they are stealing my job or you know they are afraid of change, like there's a complexity of these matters behind it. But it's, you know, it's bullshit at the end of the day. Like what we need is union, essentially. And we need to understand that, you know, every individual needs their own path and um, needs to find their own way of feeling. But by that, we also need to accept, for example, i'm just not a number person in this lifetime so when you like people constant like in the spiritual bubble i get asked like so do you like numerology no i really don't <laughs> And I also don't don't like sacred geometry, but I respect the people that I can literally dive into this—the way I dive into quantum physics, or the way I dive into Merlin magic and all that kind of stuff. You know, we all have our own niche and our own on skills that we bring to the table. But it's important that we understand that it's okay that everything coexists and that someone is using maybe numerology of as their way of like healing and teaching and all that kind of stuff and i'm glad they do because that's literally what it's all about like there can't be like i mean generally there can't be another shanty and another Lola because we are so the way we are <laughs> mm-hmm. but um it's so important that everyone goes out with their mission their vision their skills and all of that because it's so crucial it's so important it's so deepening at the end of the day with the process to bring that out and that we need to stop this whole battle of like this is the right way of healing because there is no one right way of healing
1: yep and guess what um nervous system work and somatic experiencing and the whole field of somatics was actually around way longer than psychology and modern psychology so it's this kind of very very interesting field because when you talk about modern psychology, you also have to talk about um, medicine and you also have to talk about alternative medicine, alternative practitioners. And there's this really big ongoing war ever since um, back in the US. So ever since some people became uh, very rich and started controlling other people, um, they, they kind of started driving this agenda against alternative practitioners and all for the um, scholastic medicine, like school medicine, which is just just a you know a way to to drive sales, really. And yeah. um, the same is gonna the same is happening in psychology, which is why I see it so critically. When I have a psychologist that is just. Just in 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 parentheses, a trained psychologist, because you might think they w- they have lots of years of training. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But can they spot a person that that um, falls into a free state, or can they do something when somebody goes into dissociation? Like, do they are they able to hold space for that? Are they able to handle that? And the answer is usually they kind of notice, but they don't know what to do because they never were trained on what to actually do when that happens. Um, and also, and and this goes like with so many different points, like so many different topics. Um, suicide, for instance, it's not being taken seriously when you like the only response that you get when it comes to suicide when you want to talk about it is this kind of fear response when it comes to the um to the therapist for instance not saying that every therapist is like that no 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 not at all of course please differentiate i i do not speak for everybody but at the same time there's this mo- notion of oh you 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 want to hurt yourself uh, is there something i need to be worried about and at the what the core the core of suicide is not I always want to kill myself when I talk about it. It's really just, I need a space to talk about it where I won't be judged and I won't be alienated. And I'll be taken seriously because yes, it is serious. You want to kill yourself, but at the, at the same, I I actually said it today. I think it's okay. Everything is okay. If you choose to do that, if this is your empowered choice and that's great, then that's okay. And this is what I mean by taking emotions and taking this seriously without like saying, Oh yeah. Okay. I'm just going to push you into a um, clinic where you're going to be observed. And you're going to get even like, you're going to go crazy because nobody cares about you in those clinics, you know, or, I mean, they do, but like in a very, I feel like even lots of workers in those clinics are not trained are not trauma trained. They have no idea how to handle really difficult situations and usually they do more damage and they do good when it comes to the like let's say the nurses or the caretakers and stuff um so the only like i've i have a lot of experience with with um clinics just because of my mother who's a, who's uh, suffering from schizophrenia and um and i've uh been to clinics with several ex-partners and so i've like i've heard all these stories where i'm just like hmm <laughs> interesting so this is something that needs to change this is something that needs to stop this is something that can quickly change if you really work on our nervous systems but a loss um you know there's some some powers still in this world that don't want us to so this is why i want to go the sneaky route and not be so like flamboyant and obvious about it you know
0: Yeah, uh, so many truths that you spoke again. Um, There's definitely, like, um, as someone that has been suicidal herself twice in her life, or like, let's say, in the summer, like, it was in a period of like two years where these, I I always call them like my high points, uh, like where I had planned it out and would have done it if not certain things would have happened. And I can definitely say from a perspective um, that, certain practitioners are just not sensitivity, Um, what's it called, trained? I'm I'm gonna say trained, but it's not what I exactly mean. Um, Lacking the empathy of understanding what's really going on because what you just said is so true. Because it's like, I mean, obviously, again, there's no generalization here because there are certain cases where, um, I think it's the same in Germany as well. So in the UK, for example, if I work with a client that would have suicidal thoughts, There's a protocol that you have to follow in a way um, um, of like uh, this is the number you have to call this is the person you have to contact blah 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 blah, blah. i think it's similar in germany with like if that if you have a feeling that someone would do something this is the number that you can call but like what you just said is also so important because i feel like a lot of like first the first step beforehand because if we have a person that is suicidal and that is the core route right now in front of you um, there are 10 steps where this could have been prevented in the first place not saying like right away from the household but just from the system itself where it's like okay but just taking on someone with, with suicide also means they should go into the hands of someone that is practitionerly well trained and not just that one type of therapist that one type of psychologist but someone that isn't like all rounder trained um, so that they are having the capacity to deal with this without falling into like let's say a state of panic or you know a state of like pushing your patient away and like obviously we're speaking of matter of life and death and as someone that is dealing with the topic of death in her rooms not in, in the direction of suicidal but just in, in the matter of death itself and lot of clients usually have the core root of like i'm afraid of dying and that's what i work with in my rooms like not only but it's it's always coming out one way or another (laughs) and it's, it's these situations where it's like um where are these workshops and seminars and all that kind of stuff to amplify that these holding capacities exist without you know um that one extreme and it's so important that um this also amplifies to situations where um for example if we look at the job center where people are working with like people of the lower money classes or like that don't have as much money and there's so many people sitting in front dealing with these people that aren't socially trained that aren't having any kind of um expertise on how to deal with certain emotions because in like if you are someone that is um Please don't mis- misunderstand this in the sense of like lower as in like lower person i'm just talking from a money perspective like if you have lower income or if you don't currently have a job there are certain base fears that you will be confronted with because you know it, it's close to the survival base it's close to these thoughts of how do I pay my rent how do i get food how, like all all the basic survival needs and in that state, you need to be capable to have um social backgrounds on like whether it's life coaching whether it's venturing whether like whatever direction you prefer to go into but you should have at least certain certification to deal with this kind of stuff because these emotions are what we are constantly dealing with as a coach as a mentor as a healer and so on and this is where the like this this is these were just two sectors that we are talking about this translates to all of the directions it's the same with teachers where i'm like, oh Yeah, don't, like, schools is a whole podcast. <laughs> don't even,
1: don't even, let's <laughs> not, really. And like, sure. where people, like, I, it's so funny how I just talked about that today to another client of mine. I literally yeah. said, as long as there will be people who go to study to become a, a, a teacher, because that's the most stable job that they can have. If that's the reason, uh, please, please don't, just don't just don't because you're you're there to influence a lot of people you're there to influence younger generations and if you just suck sorry yeah exactly
0: Exactly my thoughts exactly my thought despite the fact that the whole school system should already include um like I, i don't know who it was with i had a conversation with a colleague over this that like things like human design should be taught in schools Mm -hmm. and it's uh, like it's just one topic like same with like because um what uh, Shanti does in the trauma healing space so um despite if you join and get get all this access to the the regular practices there are also workshops and stuff where it's like you learn the basics of the nervous system and all of that how it works what's happening this wasn't taught in school to me where was this in biology where is this in certain extra class like it shouldn't No, it shouldn't be an extra class, it should be basic biology like. The only thing that we did was anatomy and it was a thing of like this, this does this and this does this nervous system, yes, I knew what the. Um, sympathetic nervous system was I knew what the parasympathetic nervous system was, but it did not tell me that this is where trauma sits it did not tell me how you can regulate yourself, where are all these things this is what we really need to integrate we are so always like especially in germany we are focused about the soleil system of having the right kind of marks which is basically bullshit because oh here it goes (laughs) um because you literally are tested on a pressure point situation of like you literally have to give the answers um once a month or like once every couple of weeks there are so many ways you can like it says nothing about what actually stands behind the stairs other than that you're put in a pressure situation of like wow you're capable to listen to potentially cheat to potentially this but there, there my point here is there should be so much more practical stuff in schools as well where it's like this is more than just a textbook lesson this is about really understanding what it means to have like you know a nervous system practice even like um first aid why do we have to do first aid courses when we do our driver license instead of having this as um, an integrated subject in school Definitely. like things like that that actually matter when you are in a situation of life and death but this will be a whole other topic
1: <laughs> well we already know the answer of that but school was school was dewi- devised for us to become good workers and that's why yeah. You are an outlier if you um, become a self-employed person. And so I I guess this is why I, I, even though he was a big a-hole, I am still thankful for what my dad taught me because he was um, a self-employed person. He had a company and that taught me so much about how you conduct yourself in front of clients, and in front of everything and kind of a lot of minds, a lot of money mindset that I didn't have to deal with. Whereas other people are like, Oh my God, am I like money mindset problems? Like, I don't know, you know, and they have their their issues. So I'm very glad that I had that, um, end of the bargain, I guess, in this life. But then at the end of the day school. Okay. Next question, (laughs) man.
0: (laughs) We can wrap um, on
1: up if if you,
0: guys, if you guys want to hear more about this, um just let us know and we will come back for another episode where we really dismantle the system <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um basically introduce our our ideas for what the school system should really be about. The next question is all about like what's your stance on diversity and LGBTQ and I'm gonna give you the stage right away, but I'm gonna say something in, in support of the trauma healing space after
1: this so but yeah what what's your stance on that <laughs> so i think at the beginning of this year i remember i remember that question because at the beginning i just said we're all just human we're all we're all um we're all just people and we all share hearts we all share love and while this is still true i am so much more more diversified in my own self especially with like especially getting to know you getting to know so many different stories and so many different truths I think it's come to this point where I'm just like man just let people be let people be whoever the fuck they want to be and respect that respect the hell out of it like make them feel cherished and tell them if they if they want to use their pronouns, then please, 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 please be sure that you use the proper pronouns. It might be a little thing for you, but it's a big thing for them. For they them. Get it? You know? So sorry. <laughs> like pronoun joke. <laughs> so like um, it's just this if like I stopped seeing because there was this part of my journey where i s where i looked at i looked behind every category I looked behind everything i looked behind for instance um polyamorous lifestyles i looked behind um also non binary lifestyles and um um and i I was always thinking with the kind of with this lens of could there be trauma behind it and maybe for some there may be trauma behind it there may be a reason that they couldn't trust people which is why they have to have many different people for instance or there could be a time where their their femininity or their masculinity has been shamed which is why they choose to be non-binary which is also totally fine um at the same time i think I've come to honor, like truly honor and not even see a problem with things anymore. And I think this is the the big message that stop looking at people with the lens of of wrong and start looking at people with the lens of right. It's They're always right. They're always perfect. And I think that's something that I really want to share when it comes to diversity.
0: Oh my God, yes. Yes, you said something so important because obviously um unfortunately there are still parts in this world where conversion therapy exists and i think it's absolutely horrible to be so focused and drawn to your one reality that you think amplifies or ignites everyone else and it simply does not and to even have the like to think you have the right to play god and and have the audacity to force your belief onto someone else is just not okay and when because at the end of the day it's always about love whether it's about the self-love and the expression when we talk about non-binary stories or what you feel and as you said i totally agree like there are obviously cases where someone can be um Amplified by trauma, to have the need to change the body, and um, I'm 100% one uh, someone that you know has asked that question herself because we work with people, so um, I'm I'm. Yes, LGBTQ are obviously well, welcome in my um, rooms and I classify myself also as LGBTQ coach, mm-hmm. not necessarily as a means of like, you know, I'm going to help you on your journey because the, the biggest umbrella is always self-expression for me. I want you to speak your truth and go out there for your vision, whatever that vision is, looked like, in the understanding of not harming someone else. And there can be cases where it's obviously in like, it's like it's often like I I always feel for these people because you know how beautiful would it be if we would live in a world where we don't even have to think about like is this trauma or is this is this something that just truly comes from their heart you know and I hope that so many more people over the next years can be truly themselves however that looks like whether that's like you know changing your body changing your breasts whatever it is whatever you want to do because I truly believe that people are capable to find their truth within themselves to do whatever they want to do with their bodies. And um, it's just simply none of my business. Like, I mean, unless you ask me, unless you want to hear my opinion, that's something else. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know, I can stop Shandy from, you know, cutting all her hair off if that's what she decides to do. And the next day, um, she, she madly said like, no with her lips. Not but yet, you know, not um, yet.
1: not time yet
0: we just have been so like and and i think this is also kind of like what we sometimes been trained into in the the whole understanding of like you know um obviously we all have an aesthetic preference and people and types that we love and no one should feel ashamed for that because i feel like there's also often a stigma around like you know i thought it's all about character yes it is about damn character you know if you look i mean there are people out there um that you know sleep around. and and in my opinion excuse themselves with you know yeah but just I want just someone hot and then they wake up the next morning and realize it's not that hard to sleep with someone that you don't have a real connection with but for that you can book a mentoring with us (laughs)
1: um I had to drop something like this um I I I, I was thinking (laughs) you're this close at saying Karen (laughs) I really like I literally I saw the Karen escape your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it didn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, did I hear that right? Wait,
0: oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um yeah. Uh, but coming back to the point, it's um, you know, I- I'm always a believer of like you make your own choices and sometimes it's a lesson and sometimes it's just what you feel in that moment and what Shanti said before everything is right in that sense. And um coming back to the point that I wanted to make as well is um so as someone that amplifies the industry, especially the German industry as a non-binary coach and mentor, um, I have been made well aware often enough that I'm kind of a standalone at the moment, <laughs> which is sad at this point and um sometimes really gets to me because I'm like, oh, yeah, we are so far with diversity, right? And then there's all these white coaches, and you stand on the stage yourself and you're like yeah i'm totally fine with leading that stage and being one of the first but obviously i want to see more diversity in the german industry especially because we are white as fuck i'm just gonna say it as it is and um i know that it's kind of like diving into what we discussed before. There are sometimes certain people just in the way of progress that whether it's the, the publishing industry, the spiritual industry, the coaching industry, it's everywhere. And we're working on it and it's going to change obviously and all that kind of stuff. What did you say to, to in connection to the trauma healing space, if you're an LGBTQ person, you are welcome here. And I don't say this because we're like Shanti and I are obviously friends and stuff like that but genuinely from a hard perspective of like, I feel so seen as a non-binary person in this space and in this movement that I'm constantly supporting with. And I mean, in like, it, it's so crazy because I always dreamed of having these kind of collaborations, these co-creations where it's like, I don't even have to think about if I can say something where it's like, you know, when I specifically get asked for certain LGBTQ subjects, it just comes so naturally to me to know, like, no matter what I'm gonna say, I'm seen here, I'm I'm safe. And it's just so nice to have this space, because it's not enough out there yet. But on that moment, I just wanted to um, thank you for that. And um, yeah, cannot wait for people who have been listening to this to now be amplified themselves and really like take that effort and make more space for you know trans non-binary people just generally people of the lgbtq because what i also often see is that people are leading from a heteronormative perspective and it's kind of damaging in itself because i feel like a lot of people are also afraid to just say like yo i'm poly or i have an open relationship or you know um you can also be single and just sleep around like what I said before was literally just a joke it was not what I stand for (laughs) um because you know I know people that are happily single because I feel like sometimes there's also the stigma around like something must be wrong with you if you're single for that long why yeah yeah and it's also the thing of like You know, the other side to the coin is also like you can make a choice of being single and waiting for the right one and not just, you know, mess around in between and just be really focused on that, whether it's one or two people or whoever many people you want to have for that relationship that you're asking for. It's really about, you know, being committed to that one thing. And if being single for you just feels right, then there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I get re- like, I get really passionate about when people judge about someone else's relationship. It's <laughs> just the thing of like, why are you so bothered about someone else's love life? Oh my God. Um, but yeah, that's something that I want to amplify in the industry as well, where it's like, for example you call yourself a dating coach or a relationship coach but does that only include heteronormative people or is it also open for poly open relationships same-sex couples and so on because i think that's especially the rooms that we all need so because you might just like you never know who you like especially when you're leading workshops or like have multiple people sitting in front of an audience you never know who you spark that fire for like even if it's just a side sentence of like all genders are welcome or you are like despite me talking about masculine and feminine energy everyone here is welcome no matter how they identify with these sentences matter because you never know like there are so many people who are just you know ha- like i don't really like to say like closet and coming out because i feel like it's such a like you know breaking point in the system of like it shouldn't be even be a coming out it should just be naturally implemented in the society but generally speaking you never know who you who you connect with in the audience by just mentioning stuff like that so yeah mm-hmm. totally long course, but <laughs> worth it worth it we are moving towards the last two things anyways on the agenda or well, that ain't no agenda. <laughs> um, what is your thought on legacy and what's your legacy?
1: I think you asked me that question in January too. I mean, you did obviously. And I I really would love to know what I said back then. Um, The legacy that I want to leave is a legacy where it's not about me. I want to leave the kind of legacy where it's about what I've created and what I've changed in this world. Um, Because It's not an ego show anymore for me. And I think this is what people may not understand that are still starting out with their business or that are like, it's not about you, boo-boo. It's not. It's about what change you can bring to the world. What can you bring to the table if you're not the table? You know, what can you provide for the collective? What can you share? What is something that if you were not paid would you still do it? Like, would you still go out there and coach? Would you still go out there and mentor? Would you still do the craft that you do? And for me, it's definitely a a hell yes. I would still coach. I would still help people. Um, So I think that's really the legacy. My legacy is a feeling. My legacy is not, may not be something physical per se, may not be the 100 plus centers that I want to build even though that could be a nice legacy but you never know what's going to happen with them in a thousand years you know when we have different incarnations and stuff so <laughs> i'm going to look back and sneer at them and like hmm, that's how they treated my legacy uh, now i <laughs> that would be really funny <laughs> i can see I'm you doing Chantal. that so That's why you you're know, to- teal. and i'm like yes i was her <laughs> um that'd be so funny like yes we're her kids now I'm just gonna go to them (laughs) (laughs) I'm your mama (laughs) and they're just like what oh that'd be so funny um now for reals though I think it's that it's the feeling it's the change that I want to have left when I when I leave this earth I think that's the legacy that I want to build I want to build I think I want to have like so many people come to my uh come to my what's this What's this called? Funeral? Yeah, funeral. <laughs> I was gonna say thermal. Wait, what? Um, I I wanna have like so many people surround me and the funeral, like celebrate and have a party and be like, oh, she gone. We're gonna miss her, but she gone and she's gonna take a rest for a bit. Not for much, but yeah. So I think it's that kind of feeling of having touched so many lives that first of all you can't count. You can't count no more. I'm getting really like country right now um and and it's it's about strengthening the individual um despite having touched so many people I think if I couldn't remember my first client that would be very sad you know what I mean like I want to know like I want to know that I've touched so many people and I think it's that kind of legacy that 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 will really leave me like huh um all in all, I'm very content with what I've been doing. So it's I don't think it's, again, it's not for me, it's for them. So I could just stop now. I mean, no, knocking on wood, uh, I won't. But I mean, I would be fine if death would come knocking at my door. I'm not afraid of death. So I'll be like, yo, let's go, let's roll. It's time, new incarnation, let's do this. at the same time, I still I still feel very accomplished of what I've done with my life so far. So, and eh, I know we're going to get old. I know, but it's just- yeah, this... In our cases, we're going to look out anyway. I mean, look- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's not the question. That's not <laughs> never been the question. I think it's it's more of a- I am so content with what I'm creating and and I'm so proud of everything that I've done so far that I don't feel like it needs to be a legacy even though it will be like does that make sense so it's this I'm so in my legacy right now I'm so in my legacy building phase right now where it's not just about how much am I gonna earn for myself every month but how much am I gonna earn from generational wealth I'm gonna get tears again (laughs) why
0: because it like it resonates so deeply with my soul with what you said with like I'm so much in my legacy creating space phase right now and I feel that so much I mean astrologers keep your eyes open I'm currently going through my Saturn return <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, and I've just entered the the, the starting point basically so I, I'm But um, I can definitely also say that it's not as scary as everyone else always says. (laughs) Um, But that's when you do the inner work before Um, other topic. But what you said is so, like when you have done that work, that inner work and set set the, the first break and it's just like, from someone that has been once suicidal and literally was ready to leave at 17, I'm standing here over 10 years later and every day i wake up and i think my gosh how, like how good can it get like and i know this is a very privileged position obviously but at the same time i built this with my own hands there was no um company family that i came from there was no one that was fully self-employed like i am now there was no one that was like in a close circle of guidance I, I had to search for my community in that sense. I had to search for these answers, for these things. And then every day, just like you, I just, you know, money is an amplification for all the, the, the visions and the missions that I put into this world, Um, whether it's through my art or just, you know, um, by knowing I have this money, um, you know, I have this extra money and by that I can you know give this to charity or I can invest in this p- business person that is maybe just starting through and that you know it's a really big win for them to know that someone is like I don't know booking something for the first time and, and situations like this where it's like that to me is legacy and momentum and then brings back that spark and that energy and that creation and that storytelling and that feeling hmm yes oh my gosh I mean I, I knew this would, would have been a big celebration here to, here today with us
1: but um but you weren't aware of what was going to happen today so that that that
0: that last question is uh-huh. so um this used to be called the total truth where my guest gets up to say two three truths that I cannot comment on which means Shanti is going to drop three things that can be things like pineapple belongs on pizza up to something other random stuff and i simply cannot comment on so the stage is yours
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) okay one truth i love you from the bottom of my heart you're Such a soul sister to me. And I can't imagine my life without you. (laughs) See, Lola's tearing up. (laughs) Um, The second truth. Um, Fuck the patriarchy. (laughs) We are born matriarchs. We're going to take back this motherfucking planet. And whatever happened back in the day where... The patriarchy started to swoop in and mess us up. We're going to fucking take that back, bitches. Oh, we're going to take that back. This is, this is our legacy as well. We're going to take back everything that was taken from us. And not really retribution. No. It's, we, we, don't, we don't want revenge. We just want peace. We want the natural world order, which is a matriarchy. And men being strong men. And not the, like, kind of patriarchal, weak souls that they've become because they feel like they need to compare their dicks to each other. Sorry for that. Mm, Not sorry, no. Actually, I'm not. And the third truth is... hmm, I am fucking powerful. And you are motherfucking powerful you're a force to be reckoned with and i want you to start seeing that for yourself even if you don't see it completely start to see a little bit of it and look in the mirror and say to yourself i think i'm a little bit of that force until you truly believe that you are oh my fucking
0: god (laughs) I need a cry break session before we do the next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. There's so much truth here and I'm pretty fucking sure this won't be the last time that we come together. (laughs) And just, you know, I mean, considering we dropped on so many topics today, I'm pretty sure the community has to say a couple of things to like for us to come back. And I think, what we just kind of dived into is is also calling for a deeply spiritual episode where we like really riff on that but thank you so much for being here today with me and doing this and just being part of my life (laughs) like I think this is one of the most emotional episodes this host has ever been through
1: (laughs) so thank you for that um thank you for having me
0: I'm. I'm really. There's no word equivalent, but in German,
1: it's said "besieht." <laughs> <laughs> um, sold isn't it like she, sold? she's no like, soul-fucked. She's sold soul in her soul. Yeah, fucked. Like she's so sold in her yeah. soul. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: It works. It's basically when when your soul is so deeply aligned and relaxed. That is kind of right. that feeling. But there's no not, like there's no equivalent there's to express the same energy in English. Yeah
1: yeah i'm saying
0: this usually it's vice versa for me but anyways thank you so much for tuning in today into the truth of death podcast you can find chanty via all the the show notes links and all that kind of stuff and if you have been listening now and you speak also the german tongue and all that kind of stuff please check Shanti out and you know the trauma healing space is waiting for you so essentially i'm pretty sure we're gonna hear each other next time not only on the Truth of Death podcast, but on the World Wide Web and all that stuff. And yeah, have a wonderful day, night, or dream time. Bye.